Hopefully you guys are doing all right today. How you guys doing? Let me know. Talk to me today. Let's let's talk because we got a big week ahead of us. And I'll tell you what I want to talk about today is really the meaning of this right here. That number three. That's right. The number three machine there. You, we all hold it up there. The three when he's going by. So you, you, you got to take a little. Uh, a little show here and, and dedicate it because was I uh, an Earnhardt fan? Nope. I'm going to be honest. Definitely not. I was a, I was a rainbow warrior. I was a huge Gordon fan. I loved my Jeff. So uh, yeah, at the end of the day, you had to have respect for the man behind that three though. So we're, we're going to talk a little bit about what that meant to me as a fan. I want to know what that man meant to you guys as a fan there as well, as uh, I, I think it goes without saying, just an absolute uh, game changer, changed the sport, changed, uh, w- w- he changed the sport alive or in his passing right there. So just goes to show you how much was done by the man Dale Earnhardt there. So we got some exciting action on the Daytona road course today. NASCAR is going to hop over there. It should be uh, fun to watch. We heard uh, uh, Joey and Brad. They're not on talking terms. I don't know if they really were before. It didn't seem like those guys were best of buddies before that. Uh, So, you know, it's interesting to see people want to make that a a big deal in the the week there. That, uh, hey, you know, Joey and uh, uh, Brad, they're not talking. Oh, well, I I don't think they really were before. So... I don't know if I put too much into that. It's two guys that are very competitive with each other. And at the end of the day, it was uh, uh, a move that a lot of people are going to say Logano blocked. Did Logano block? Yeah. Yeah, he got down there. But, I mean, when when Keselowski came up there, he didn't, he didn't like, let – it wasn't a small bump at all. That was a – Wa-boom! I mean, he smoked him there, so it should be interesting to see how that team dynamic works throughout the remainder of the season because it's early. It's the second race of the year. So I expect to see a few dumps in the uh, the road course today. It's going to be uh, pretty interesting to see. We saw what those curves can do already as well with the uh, Xfinity race yesterday there. Some guys getting their their cars tore up. Some ladies getting their cars tore up there, as well as Natalie Decker hits one of those turtles, and uh, whew, there goes the transmission. Put a hole in the bad boy. So you got to stay out of there. You got to woe it down. You heard Joey really talking about in the broadcast booth as well, uh, just how a lot of these guys want to throw it in there too wide in that bus stop, and it's it's pretty sketchy tossing it in there 
um, too wide. So <laughs> very interesting to watch that. I'm excited to see what the Daytona road course can bring. I think we're going to see some uh, uh, really good racing. And on top of that, I don't think Chase Elliott's going to win. So obviously stick around for the checkers and wreckers picks of the week. And we'll, we're going to have some fun. So uh, we got uh, uh, just more uh, iRacing news coming your way as uh, Pricks and Pavement. They are. They're hitting the, the road course out there at Daytona tonight. So that should be an exciting one. We got plenty of action kicking off through the week as the, the monsters are dirt. We got the NSRL. Everybody's pretty much back in full swing here. The ECRS, obviously, they're going at it. So, uh, yeah, a very exciting week in iRacing there as well. But, like I said, today is the kind of a, a little memorial. Because I, I, if if you were a big Gordon fan, if if you were if you wore that twenty four to the track with that pride, I had a cooler. I was wearing everything twenty four. I had a hat. I was decked out all all the time. Every time I went to the brickyard, and and the one thing that I can say that, uh, and this is what you see, and I don't think you have truly seen uh, a rivalry in sports, honestly, that really shook like Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt because. You that that was I was I mean anywhere from heck seven years old up until just a, a few years ago and you, you still had like when I was going to the brickyard you had those guys when I was seven eight nine years old that were were my age now you know uh, early thirties and, and they're wanting to say uh, they're they're talking trash with a, a seven eight nine year old now it was respectable. They were they were very respectful about it, but at the end of the day, it was so much fun to toss back that banner back and forth between the the Dale Earnhardt fans and, and myself being a Gordon fan. Uh, just to, to see that constantly, I don't think, like I said, in today's rivalries in in today's sports, especially NASCAR, I think since the passing there of Dale Earnhardt. NASCAR, I'm not going to say it's it, it's been on a decline like everybody wants to, to say since Earnhardt has uh, fallen out of the sport. But what I do see is it's lacking that, that rivalry. Nothing has been so pure of a rivalry before than when we saw Jeff Gordon step into the sport. And it almost looked like Dale Earnhardt. I mean, this is coming from a Jeff Gordon fan. But it almost looked like Dale Earnhardt was a little shook. He was a little, I'm not going to say worried, but he knew that this was the the new the new era, if you will, of racing. He knew that Gordon coming in was going to challenge him for championships, was going to put a, a damper maybe on him getting that Daytona 500 win. So it was really uh, uh, fun to, to watch that all unfold. And it, I mean, and sometimes it was, you, you look back at Pocono, Brandon with uh, Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon. That was one of the, the memorable moments for me is uh, afterwards, Gordon's mad. Right? He's upset. And Dale Earnhardt that week, he, oh, I, I didn't turn him. I mean, just going into turn three there. And uh, <laughs> the next week they're talking and they're laughing about it then at this point. And, and Dale's like, yeah, Wonder Boy here wouldn't get out of my way. And, and that's what I loved about Dale. Dale Dale taught us 
how to perfect that that one two three, and, and the one two three is the the one the first bump. Hey, I'm here. Two, the next bump, saying, you don't want the third. I, I I'm faster. I I'm behind you still. The third is a get out of the way. I'm gonna push you up the track, and we're going at it. I'm going under you. That was just a, a so much. Uh, uh, fun again to to watch that uh, that battle on the track each and every week. It didn't matter what position Dale was fighting for. Dale was always, always gonna go after it like he was going for the win there. So it, it was so much just excitement out there to, especially when that twenty four and three were on the track and they were coming close together. The 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 camera was on them. It didn't matter if it was a battle, those guys, for 15th or if they were battling for the lead. It, they knew that these guys were going to drive the wheels, the absolute wheels, off of the car if uh, uh, one of these, if, if they were next to each other. It was just that neither of them wanted to see the other car ahead of them. So it, it was really awesome to see that aspect, to see that dynamic if you will. And like I said, I think since then you, you've had Gordon and Stewart. You've had, um, I, I mean, heck, I don't know, honestly, when it comes to it, there's nothing that strong. There's nothing that, that roots itself so deep in a sport, in a sport like Gordon and Earnhardt. I, I really find a, a, a hard, comparison anywhere across the board I, I just think that was really what made me a NASCAR fan number one that's what made racing so exciting back in the 90s for me being a young kid and when that happened I was watching the Daytona 500 and I, I'm sure just like all of you guys that it wasn't a a moment we thought was going to change motorsports it wasn't a moment that we thought was going to uh, change uh, uh, the the trajectory of NASCAR for probably the next 20 years, honestly. So he he comes into that turn. He's got his, his son, his really good friend there, Michael, in front of him. And uh, he did what we would do. I, I think every one of us, if we were in that situation, would have done the same exact thing right there. We would have said, you know what? I got my buddy up there. I got my son. I got one of these. I got one of these. I know what this race means. I'm not going to make that run, but I'm going to give these guys a chance. He put that car in front of Sterling, and unfortunately, that was the last That was the last move that Earnhardt made. And with that move, I think a lot of people kind of blame Sterling Marlin. I think that's a, a really unfair uh, way to blame. I think, uh, um, I, I don't think that's a, a finger that should be pointed, honestly, but, uh, he was just a, uh, an unfortunate timing there. Cause that could have been anybody in that field. Uh, we've seen so many wrecks at Daytona. Uh, and I mean, just look at the, the, the same situation there with last year, Ryan Newman getting turned there. I mean, you, you see, like I said, what happens, but that is like I mentioned at the the start of the show here with Dale's changing the sport 
even in passing. Look how much safer these cars are, the, the NASCARs are now, that Dale, that it that it happened like that. You, you've got a Hans device that is mandatory after that. You've got a full-face helmet now that is mandatory after that. So many changes in that, that vehicle, so many changes around the sport in general right there. And NASCAR has not had a death in the three major series since that passing of, uh, of Earnhardt, to my knowledge there. So uh, I, I think that speaks in volumes right there. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I hate to say, unfortunately, I think it took a big name like that to really get something done. Because uh, I, I don't know if does something happen if it's not Dale Earnhardt behind the wheel in a passing event? I think yes. They they do make some some small tweaks. But when you lose a legend like that, you are really forced to step back and say, what could we have done? What could we have done to to make sure? Because I, I in all honesty, NASCAR did take a hit. Uh, I mean, I, I think that that was a hard fall. Uh, a big thing that, that NASCAR had going for their advantage at that point was the fact that Dale Earnhardt had a son in NASCAR. Dale Earnhardt Jr. took so many fans in. And and that, I think, as well, as we saw Earnhardt Jr. really progressing as a, a driver, really starting to come into his own. And your father just passed away a car behind you. He was he was helping you and, and your teammate up here go for the win. I can't imagine what that we always talk about the the wreck there that happened in the uh the Corvette with Earnhardt, the junior there that almost took his life and he, and he, he credits his father for pulling him out. Uh and this is well after his father's passing. So um we we say that that is what kind of changed Earnhardt Jr.'s trajectory as far as driving. He never was the same after that. But I, I find it hard to believe that he was the same after looking in the rear view and seeing what happened really unfold there. Um, that is uh, uh, something I don't think I could ever picture, ever, ever try to get into a car after something like that would happen. But that just shows the love. That just shows the the passion. That that family that he he was given from his father. I mean, he, this guy grew up at the track with his dad, and in arguably the the glory days of the sport. So it, it's it's hard to say. I, I think we we really point that turning point of Junior's uh, career as that wreck in the the uh, the Chevy the the Corvette there. But I, I really go back to that two thousand one uh, Daytona five hundred. And say, man, that that had to do something to it as well. It, it's just hard to think that that wouldn't affect you as a person, as a driver, and most importantly, as a son. So uh, that's where I, I do look at that to to think maybe Junior at that point was expected to be his father right away. Excuse me. Hiccups. And... I don't think that was fair. Uh, another person that stepped in at this time was Kevin Harvick. Everybody wanted a, a good wrench car out there. Everybody, it, it was like a void we were trying to fill in NASCAR. We we had to get this this good wrench car. We had to see good wrench back in the field. 
It was it was missing something in NASCAR. Well, in steps Kevin Harvick. And did he have the success in that ride that, that he could have? Probably not. But I think really kind of paved the way for Harvick because where you see Junior was already in the series. Junior already had that that name on top of him. But then on, on not only that name, but when his father passed and all those fans looked to him, like I said, to take that that championship mentality, to take that uh, uh, ego, to take that intimidator vibe. And, and that wasn't junior style of racing. I think they wanted to see junior become the new intimidator. And, and that was never what junior had set out to become. That was never what his driving was. So I, I think that a lot of uh, unfair judgment, unfair, um, um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Uh, uh, unfair, maybe uh, we put a, a little too much onto junior uh, after that accident. So, uh, like I said, Harvick steps into the sport, and and really, I I do I I think we, we wanted a, a that good wrench car in the the series so bad that we we stretched, but we found a good driver for it there. So luckily, like I said, I think that paved the way for for Harvick to kind of make his entrance in, but at the same time, kind of have that that backing. Uh, kind of have that that same uh, team mentality there of Earnhardt to to push him through, but uh, just never had really that success in the twenty nine. Obviously, as the the three was able to 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 have there. So uh, I I really think, like I said, the to to argue that there is a better uh, rivalry ever in in sports. And you could look at basketball, and you could look at all of Michael Jordan's rivals. You could look at at football, and you could look at all the guys that Tom Brady has beaten in the Super Bowl, all of his rivals. You could uh, go down to baseball, and, and you could talk about the the greatest uh, Babe Ruth. You could talk about the uh, the rivals with even let's let's even say as strong as the Yankees Red Sox. Honestly, I think that right there is where you capture the rivalry of Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. That is where I, I, I really feel like to uh, to skip this this year on a, a 20th anniversary, it seems like, honestly, that I was this big and I can remember watching that race. Like I said, we all thought he was going to step out of the car. Unfortunately, he didn't in NASCAR racing. Uh, pretty much everybody watching this, at some some level, our lives changed a little bit that day, and it's uh, pretty pretty uh, interesting to look back and, like I said, just see all of the changes that have been made since then in the sport. Good, bad, ugly. Uh, a, a whole nother show we could talk about is what would NASCAR be like now if if this never happened? Do we see the chase with Dale Earnhardt? Do we see the the car of tomorrow with Dale Earnhardt? Uh, or would Dale have given the big middle finger to the car of tomorrow? Would he have said, guys, if you want me behind this wheel, we got to think of something else because this ain't working. Uh, you, you know, it, it just, uh, you obviously, you when something like that happens, you have a lot of unanswered questions, and people want those hypothetical questions answered. So 
Uh, that goes for a conversation another day. It's uh, it's always going to be question. You know what would have happened if Earnhardt was still in the sport? Would we still see these changes? Would we see the chase? Would we see the like I said, the car of tomorrow? Would that have ever been a, an issue? You know, it, it, you you never know. Maybe Earnhardt would have said, "Man, that car tomorrow is rocking." That is a driver's car. It's loose. I love it. Let's go. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I doubt it. But, like I said, you never know. You never know. It's uh, uh, interesting to see kind of um, how people perceive, I guess, the, the, the legacy of the legend. As a lot of people just walked away from the sport, too. And I don't think that's fair. Uh, I, I think that... Earnhardt himself built so much in the sport to to just walk away from it and, and say, you know, I'm done with it. Uh, th- that's kind of a slap in the face to the legend there as well. But, hey, to each their own. Uh, I, I mean, by now I get it. It's 20 years. If you don't like the way it's going, it probably ain't changing for the better on, on your end there. But, uh, yeah, like I said, it, it'd be interesting to see. <laughs> see right there, Chuck says the car tomorrow would have never happened. Would have never happened, but that's a a debate for a whole nother day. I'm going to leave you with a teaser here, a small teaser, and I'm going to let you know here. (laughs) I'm going to let you know that it is, uh, uh, that this is going to be big. This is going to be big. We talked about Earnhardt. We've talked about Gordon. I mentioned Marlon. There's going to be some big names coming to CWTV some of these big names here. Jeff Gordon coming to CWTV. We got Jimmy Johnson coming to CWTV. We might even get some Richard Petty coming to CWTV. We got big things coming your way here on CWTV on the iRacing front. Like I said, big names. Big, big, big names. So you don't want to miss that. The CWTV, we're going to call it the League of Legends. Be, just look, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout right now. That's all I got to say. You guys are the best. I want to thank all of our sponsors here. My bookie, Harmon Designs, Chummy Motorsports, Butt Kicker, Driving for Dyslexia, A Bruzy Racewear USA, Sean Nugent, that rock star realtor, Rocket Racing Setups and Doc Sports. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Maybe you, uh, you're you tired of that that energy drink, that Red Bull. You don't like that either. Check out Rogue Energy, guys. Use BW Sports 1 as your promo code there. It it helps us. I'm not going to lie. It does, and it tastes great. So it's a it's a good little boost to your day. Tastes good and, and helps a, a small local uh, business out here. So you guys are the best. Road course starts at 3. That's right, 3 starts at good old Dale. You guys have a fantastic day. Until the next time, we'll see you later. Goodbye. Wait a second. I was just about to hit the button, just about to hit it, and I realized I forgot my checkers and records picks of the week. So we got to reel that back in. For anybody watching still, I want you to take your picks with me here. And do this with me as we are going to pick the checker, somebody we think is going to win today, the wrecker, somebody we don't think is going to do as well as they should, not necessarily wreck out, and then we're going to pick the dark horse of the day. So 
With that being said, we're going to go down the line. We're going to pick this out here, and I'm going to pick my checker today. And I'm going to go with ooh, this is, it's, it's a hard one to go with here. Uh, I, I, I'm not picking Chase. It's not going to be Chase here today. But I I think his, his luck could be over. I think we've seen him win so much. And, or luck could be coming here, I should say. Yeah, we've seen him win so much on other aspects here. You guys are going to think I'm crazy. But I think that number five ends up in victory lane today. At the road course here, putting a little accolade next to his name again. So we'll see if Kyle Larson can do that here today. In there for the the wrecker. We're looking at that. I just Everybody thinks Chase is going to win. I don't think he does. I think he has a solid, solid uh, run today. But at the end of the day, I don't see him in the top five. And I think for the champ, for, for Chase at a road course, it's not what he wants. That's a wrecker. Uh, and then Dark Horse, there's a chance this guy wins this race today. There's a good chance, not only in the top five, a great chance he wins this wreck today, or wins this race today, does not wreck, stays clean. And I'm going to go with Briscoe. I think he's got a great opportunity. We saw a lot of solid runs there in that Xfinity uh, car last year on the road course. I think he's got a, a chance here today. I think he's got a great chance. If you're betting, if you're going to, to my bookie, put in BW Sports 1 as your promo code there. They're going to match your your uh, deposit there one time, uh, 100% up to, I, I believe it's $250. So sweet deal right there. Uh, get, get out there. Make your bets. Like I said, I'd put Chase in the top. Bet him on the top 10 if you want to play safe. Put him in the top three if you're feeling frisky. I'm feeling frisky today. So you guys have a fantastic day. This time I'm officially done. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye.